Hello. Before we start today's episode, if you would like a condensed version of what I'm talking about in this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to The Perfectionist Guide. You can read the entire thing in three minutes or less. To access this, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash newsletter. Are you a bit of a perfectionist, type A, hyper performer? Then you know that having the audacity to see an ideal and bring it into reality while breaking generational habits of hustle can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. If you are ready to burn bright instead of burning out, to lead without losing yourself, and to enjoy the life you have worked so hard to create, then keep listening. I'm your host, America's leader on rewiring perfectionism, CLG, and this is Perfectionism Rewired, the podcast. Welcome to Perfectionism Rewired. This is episode number 65. Today, we are talking about working all the time and constantly being on the go. How to unwind this very ambitious, compulsive state of overachieving and what's really going on on there for us high-performing people that prioritize success and we prioritize our performance and we want to kill it in the world, it is so important for us to understand the difference between our drives, our ambitions, our innate qualities, and the coping mechanisms that we developed earlier in life to get through situations that might not have been the healthiest way of coping. Overachieving, overworking, overdoing it, doing all the things, constantly being in motion was my coping mechanism. I literally had to pry it out of my cold, not quite dead hands, and it is still something that my brain and nervous system want to go back to all the time. Unlike drinking or overeating or overdrugging or over shopping or a porn addiction, overworking or overdoing it or over vacationing, it's glamorized a lot of the time. I don't know anyone that knows a heroin addict and is, good job, keep shooting up. We don't do that. We're like, that's a severe thing that can kill you. Overworking or overdoing it, this can kill you too. There's something else that's going on underneath. I wish that someone would have told me, oh, you're doing this because there's this other thing over here. It would have saved me so much time and money. I would have gotten years of my life back when I wasn't riding the struggle bus. So that's why I am making this episode for you. We live in a society, I'm talking about we, meaning the United States. That's where I live currently. Here, work is considered morally worthy. There is a big tie of your work and your productivity is tied to your self-worth, which is utter bullshit. Humans are not defined by numbers. Being an overachiever, I was never taught how to relax It's the skill set that we don't have. We want to slow down. We wish that we could take a break, but no one ever taught us. And when we're not doing anything, it feels utterly uncomfortable to be with your thoughts and be with yourself and be with your feelings. So it's just a lot easier to keep on doing what, keep on exhausting yourself, keep on volunteering for all the things, keep on driving your kids to 12 activities a week. 
You also may find that you lean towards overworking when you're going through a difficult time. Overworking seems even more seductive when other people ask you to do it because you are helping others and you are serving your community. But afterwards, you still feel hollow or you feel burnt out and you start to forget why you wanted to help other people in the first place. It's easy to say, oh, I'm just going to work 15-hour days now, and then once I get there, I'll slow down. But none of that is actually true because our brains are creatures of habits, and overworking is just as addictive, if not more, than like over-drinking or overeating. It's just a lot more glamorized by society. Overachieving keeps us out of the present moment. You are putting your focus on the future and the task to be completed tomorrow, which leaves no energy and no power for you to create a different reality for yourself. For me, I was trying to outrun myself. I did not like the voice in my head, and I thought that I could drown it out by overworking. It didn't work, obviously, <laughs> or I wouldn't be here. And I'm saying overworking, it could be overachieving, it could be over-vacationing, it could be overdoing it, like over-insert here, but I, I'm talking to you, my type A's, my overachievers, my high performers. We do this thing, people are like, oh, wow, that's so impressive. But the feelings and the hits that we get from doing this, it's fast, it's fleeting, and it's fear-based. And it comes from this deep sense of, I'm not good enough. I need to measure against what other people are doing or this belief of if I had more success, if I hit this goal, I need to be better. I need to go to this place so people will think higher of me. When you do this, it creates pressure and restriction and constriction, and it really sucks the life force out of you, and it blocks that flow and connection with yourself. And you can only access the surface level of satisfaction by doing all of these things. And you are really trying to squeeze the juice out of the accomplishment, the vacation, but then you wonder why it's not working and you wonder why you can't totally relax. This overachieving and always being in motion, overdoing it, it can feel like an endless cycle because you've always done it. And it's really easy to find more work. There's no end to more in today's culture. Something that doesn't get talked about a lot, but it happened to me, is that you can actually become trauma-bonded to your career. If you are a high performer, if you're out there and you're performing very well, and you are a high-performing individual, whether your field is sales, entrepreneurship, law, public relations, but it comes at that cost of yourself. And it starts off subtly, where you stay late or maybe you change yourself a little bit for your boss and then you become addicted to the validation or the success or the money. You become bonded to it in an unhealthy way. There is nothing wrong with success. We encourage it a lot here. There's also nothing wrong with wanting to be recognized for your work. But if it becomes something that you're addicted to and you are losing yourself and you're giving up pieces of yourself and you're abandoning yourself along the way in your career, then you can actually become trauma bonded to it. You're constantly neglecting yourself for that thing. You feel like you need it. You feel like you can't separate yourself from it. That is how you become trauma-bonded to your career. This is a major cause of emptiness. This is the number one reason why I stopped my career in public relations. I had found out 
10 years before from one of my therapists that the skills that made me exceptional as a publicist and a public relations executive, the hypervigilance, ability to be very calm in a crisis, to actually perform better in a crisis, the ability to read other people's feelings, to be 10 steps ahead, to take out all emotion, the ability to start at zero every day and to not a coping mechanism I developed to survive my childhood abuse. It was very hard for me to separate myself from my work too. When something went wrong at work, it was just crushing and it was a domino effect. It would be this huge fog over everything else in my life. I let my health suffer, my relationship suffer, my happiness suffer, my human spirit suffer. I let everything suffer at the cost of work. And I just thought that was what you did. I was told you have so much drive. You're unstoppable. You're a machine. And I took those as compliments. I thought that I was killing it in in my career and was oftentimes the youngest person to hold my position. But on the inside, man, it was a dark and miserable place. (laughs) This is something that isn't talked about. So that's why we're talking about it here. When you are overworking, you are often in a rush and you are hustling to get to that place where you will feel good about yourself. Step into the truth booth with me. Every time you achieve something or go on vacation or get reservations at that hot new restaurant and you don't feel magically different after it happens, you end up discounting yourself and what you did. Or you move the goalpost and you start the process all over again because your thinking is that once I do this, then I'm going to feel good about myself. But then you get there and you don't feel good about yourself and you're like, well, it must be because I didn't do this totally right. Or it must be because of this other shiny object. And if the accomplishment had happened this way, then I would feel good about myself. And since I don't, it must be that the goal doesn't count for some reason. That's what your brain does. And then you start the process all over again. You are so used to acting your way out of your feelings, taking action to move things forward or succeed. The antidote is to slow the fuck down and be with yourself you got to stop taking so much action and actually dig into the thoughts and the feelings that you are trying to run away from. You want to wrestle with why you need to be in motion all the time. When you're hustling to get your own approval by doing more and more and more and more, that like never works because you're treating your symptoms, you're not actually treating the root cause, and you are never stopping to appreciate and be proud of yourself for what you've actually done. It is time for you to recognize that no amount of goal achieving will ever create the feeling that you want it to. You have to create that feeling and that safety within yourself on purpose. And when you learn to do that, you will actually achieve so much more with so much less energy because it won't really matter what you're doing. You won't be chasing your self-esteem or using overdoing as a coping mechanism or running away from your emotions. Because if you're just rushing from result to result, churning out achievements as fast as you can, hustling for your self-worth the whole way onto the next thing, driven by desperation, you're not learning anything and you're not becoming anyone different anyway. You're just going through the motions. So yeah, you might be creating results, but you're not actually getting the value of what you're doing because it's not about what you're doing. It's about who you are being. In order to allow you to take the pressure to go from doing to being, 
you've got to allow the stuff to come up that is driving you in a safe and embodied way. This is deep work. It requires that you feel, and I know that is scary for many of us, right? Especially as high performers, because we do such a good job of hiding it. In many ways, that is a reenactment of trauma itself because we come from families and communities who hid their pain with overachieving. We are very successful at our jobs and everybody loves us. And it is a way of hiding what's truly happening within you. And so in order to heal, we have to stop hiding. We have to recognize that we're using the overachieving and the accomplishments. We're using these as distractions and recognize that we are using them to run away from the truth to keep some of these demons that we have in the dark and be willing to shine a light on them. So how the fuck can you get out of this? Help me. Okay, we're here to talk about it. So here's how you can start to unwind the overdoing it and to develop healthier coping mechanisms for yourself. Next time you feel the need to overwork or to make a plan or to take an action, I want you to write down what it underneath that, what is it that you don't want to feel by taking that action? And keep writing those urges down and look at what patterns are showing up for you. The simple act of writing down when you feel the need to take a lot of actions will reveal so much to you. You might find, for example, that you say yes to overworking when you're feeling scarcity about money. It seems like earning more money, especially overtime, will fill that need. But the scarcity mentality doesn't go away through overworking. It goes away through changing your thought and changing your vibration. I have a lot of ambition. I am a driven person and I do more things than average bear. Some people could look at what I accomplish and say, Courtney, you're doing a lot. But here is how I check myself before I wreck myself to know before taking action, am I taking it from a doing place? Am I taking it as an unhealthy coping mechanism? Or are you taking actions from a being place, from an embodied, from a very whole, healthy, and clean place? Let's start with the doing place. If you answer yes to any of these things, here's how you know you're coming from scarcity and fear. If you believe doing is what matters most, if you think it is up to you to make stuff happen, if you put figuring out the how all on yourself, if you are taking action or doing things from a place of not being there yet, if you are depleting your time and your energy by doing too much, if you are taking way more actions than necessary and you find that you are burning yourself out at the end of every week, at the end of every month, if you are adding way more steps and time into the process than are required, you're like, oh, because I want to make sure it's done right. You think that it's up to you to make it happen. And if you are overall feeling a sense of panic, overwhelm, urgency, and struggle when you think about your to-do list work and taking action in your achievements. Now, here's the other side of the coin, pretties. When you are taking action from a being place, you believe who you're being is what matters most. You know that you don't have to make anything happen or figure anything out. Like, you don't have to do shit. When you go about achieving results or whatever action you want to do, you first go to the end result and the outcome that you desire. And you ask yourself, if I was already there, who would I be being? What would I be doing? 
how would I be living my life? And then you use what comes up from that as your game plan. You are only taking action from a place of already being there. So you believe, I already am successful. I already am the best in my field. I already am the best mom ever. And you embody the person who already has the life, the business, the result, the outcome, the desire that you want. When you are taking action from a being place, you skip over steps and you quantum leap your way there. And you feel a sense of ease, flow, fun, enjoyment, and satisfaction. You can choose to operate from a place of doing and achieve and receive things that way. Or you can choose to operate from a place of being and achieve and receive that way. Both options are equally available to you. But I will tell you that there is one option that feels way better and that will get you to your desired results a hell of a lot faster. And that is operating from being. I've done it both ways in my life and my business and career. I will take being any day of the week because feeling good is the point and the path. That's why we're doing it all anyway, to feel good. And if you are an overachiever and a high performer and type A and you're like, oh my God, this is me. If you're nodding your head, yes, listen closely because I might have the solution you've been searching for. My perfectionism rewired accelerator, a six week, highly individualized one-on-one coaching experience designed exclusively for perfectionists like you. Your perfectionism is actually your greatest asset and leveraging it can be hard work or take years of guesswork. That's why in Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, I give you my key frameworks to taking charge of your Ferrari drive, proven to work even for the most type A, high-strung, stubborn perfectionists. In the first 30 days, you will cut your burnout in half increase your professional fulfillment by at least 150%, and your self-compassion will go up at least 250%, and that is just your first 30 days. So if you want to save yourself years of trial and error, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash accelerator today, or if you want to take the easy way, just click the link in the show notes to check out the perfection rewired accelerator.